Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. And this morning we are discussing helping young people grow in faith during the summer. And as we are in the middle of July, and this is dog days of summer, summertime means warm days, family vacations at the beach, kicking back and relaxing. And for our young people, it also means no school. And it's a break from classes, homework, and exams, and often a busy schedule for extracurricular activities, especially during the summer. In our parishes, faith formation classes are on break as well. But summertime is also a wonderful time for young people to grow in their faith. Just because uh, school is out, it doesn't mean we stop learning about Jesus or stop going to Mass. And we try to live like him. And today uh, we are joined by two dedicated uh, ministers who help our young people learn and live their faith year-round. Mike Stack is a volunteer at St. Ferdinand Parish in Cranberry Township, where he is involved in many aspects of parish life, including softball ministry. And also with us this morning is Jamie Dillion. Jamie is from St. Scholastica Parish in Aspenwell where she serves as the Director of Religious Education and Youth Ministry. Mike and Jamie, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you, Thank you, Father Tom. Good to be with you. And Jamie and Mike, uh, I know both of you very well. And first of all, I want to say thank you for your service to our youth and our young adults. Uh, what you do is just tremendous. And now that we're in these dog days of summer, I, I know school is out and Religious Ed is out, but you're not done. You're you're still hardworking, and Mike, we'll talk a little bit later mm-hmm. on about the softball ministry. And Jamie, let's begin with your ministry at St. Scos, uh, St. Scholastica's in Aspenwell. In June last month, you once again held uh, VBS, Vacation Bible School, as many parishes offer this. But for our listeners this morning who are unfamiliar, what exactly is Vacation Bible School? Who attends? Who teaches? And what's it, what's taught? if you can relate, on Vacation Bible School. Uh, Vacation Bible School um, is so named because it happens over summer vacation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you teach Bible stories for a week in the summer, and generally it's aimed at uh, grade school children. Um, And there's different themes. I like to use um, faith something. So we've had, like, faith in space or... um, I don't know, Faith Ranch, where, you know, you we kind of mold stories around the theme, like and theme. it's a lot of fun, sure. like, the, you know, the Cowboys or Space. This year, however, we did Earth Keepers, hmm. which was uh, based on a Pope Francis encyclical. Wow. Um, and and so it was, it was yeah. really cool. We had a lot of fun. So gives the kids an opportunity to keep learning, even though there's no official faith formation going on. 
Right, and it, it, it's a fun week for them too. It's it's Bible stories, faith stories, but they learn a little bit about the encyclical Laudato Si with Pope Francis with caring for Mother Earth. But they're having fun too. Right. It's I mean it's packed with activities from start to finish: games, crafts, snack, music. They love it. And right before we went on air this morning, uh, when you said you started the Vacation Bible School, it's not just for the the little kids, but teenagers and uh, young adults are also help out. So they help out like teacher assistants. They help out with with the prep and the cleanup and even the skits and things too. So it's all it's not just for the little tykes, but uh, even the teenagers. They're That's they're right. a very important part of that too, right? Actually, I started this because I'm a youth minister and mm-hmm. I have a vested interest in the teenagers. So I actually started Vacation Bible School some 17 years ago <laughs> for the teens to have an opportunity to lead. You know, um, so there's a, a book about teenagers called Do Hard Things, and it talks about raising the bar for teenagers hmm. because society doesn't expect a whole lot from them. And so they get nothing. But if you would raise the bar and raise your expectations, give them a chance to lead, they'll, they'll meet that challenge. And they've done beautifully. Wow, that's pretty neat. And uh, in my former parish, uh, St. James and Swickley, I know that was a big thing for the kids every year. And the Olympics, they had a theme for the right. Olympics, uh, the ranch, uh, science. So it was like different themes each year. They kind of mixed it up. It wasn't the same thing year after year. And then the kids had arts and crafts and skits and songs. It was catchy songs. They start Monday and they're still singing by Friday. And then you end uh, with like a big show with the parents and the grandparents taking pictures. So it's a lot of fun. So right. Vacation Bible School, it's a lot of work uh, for the youth ministers, the DR. Um, but it really keeps the kids involved with their faith too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's. I mean, on my end, it's very very fulfilling to mm-hmm. see just the volume of of uh, youth that are touched by just one week. One week, it's, and they're on fire with that too. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mike, you're at St. Ferdinand's in Cranberry, and mm-hmm. I did my uh, summer seminary uh, internship there for three summers under the leadership of Father John Gallagher. And we do living stations uh, during Lent, which we will talk about. And your uh, youth ministry program has followed me in my previous parishes, wherever I've gone during Lent. And you do a phenomenal job with Andrea Wheeler, too. Let's talk about now that we're in summer, uh, you do youth softball. Uh, you've done this for many years at St. Ferdinand's and Cranberry. Most people think of softball as a game, but you call it a ministry. Tell our listeners this morning how softball can teach our young people about the Catholic faith. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, Father Tom, for for inviting me and having this opportunity to to share our faith. Mm-hmm. And we met over 20 years ago uh, wow. in what started out as Super Sundays, which was we met once a month in youth ministry. And we've extended that now and have built Andrea Wheeler, as you know, and Debbie Combs are our mm-hmm. youth ministers at St. Ferdinand. And they've built quite an extensive youth ministry. And so the softball ministry is an extension of our youth ministry, and it allows our young men and women really to take their faith out and put it into action. Um, They share their gifts and their talents with others, and of course others that we meet on our journey share their faith uh, and their talents with us. And so uh, there, it's a game, and you play with other uh, other teams from other parishes too around the diocese. We do. This okay. is um, a diocese-wide uh, co-ed 
mm. softball team. Okay. And it is eighth grade through seniors in high school. And we get the opportunity to play the North and the South, teams from all over. And it's really a unique experience and to meet coaches who've dedicated their time. We practice or play games three days a week. Uh, And then we also have youth ministry on Sunday um, and quite a lot of other activities uh, throughout the summer. So just like Jamie, I think we can see that consistency is extremely important and offering something for our youth to do uh, helps them make a difference. And we work together and collaborate uh, on projects, which uh, which is truly a blessing to share that time with them. And then, of course, uh, before and the conclusion of every game, you start, of course, with prayer. We always do. You know, I always ask one of our seniors. uh, Mm -hmm. We have uh, quite a number of seniors this year, which is always Mm -hmm. nice to have. They're our leadership uh, for our softball and for our youth ministry. And uh, they will start us off with welcoming, uh, if we're the home team, welcoming the team. And uh, and we pray together. We um, also uh, tell the seniors that we're praying for them. Obviously, this will be their last year. And They'll be uh, moving forward on their journey, and if there's anything that we can do to help, you know, we're really not just there for our own team. Um, we're really all brothers and sisters, and that's one key thing that softball ministry teaches is that we're all brothers and sisters. We're not enemy. Um, competition makes us better. Uh, it stretches us, and uh, they get to appreciate the, the talents uh, that others have and others appreciate the talents that they have. And, boy, when you can build that bridge together, you build relationships, and then it doesn't matter who wins or loses. And before we went on air this morning, we were talking about um, how you win some and you lose some. Not everybody has a perfect record, you know. And uh, so how do you teach your kids whenever they lose a game, hey, that was – it was still a good game. You gave it your best shot, but be happy for the other team winning. How do you relate that? Because, you know, everyone – there's so much pressure out there. You have to win every game, and that's not necessarily true. Yeah, that's why this now becomes youth ministry um, extends into softball ministry because that's the foundation of our ministry. Uh, we learn uh, with grace how to win, and we learn with grace how to lose. The most important thing is we start our begin our season with a parent-player meeting, mm. and we talk about our goals. Our goal is not to win. Our goal, and we uh, will meet our goal and be successful if we are respectful, if we are committed, if we communicate, if we love one another, if we do the things that Jesus taught us to do and how to treat other people, um, then we view it as a successful season. And, Jamie, how do you uh, influence your kids with, um, you know, not every day is going to be a, a good day for win- winning and losing or um, a project. How do you empower the kids that there's going to be ups and downs in, in life and in, in school and out in the real world, too? Well, you know, I don't think we do our kids any favors by um, making everyday sunshine right. and every everything a victory. You know, it's um, we are forged in fire, and um, we need to be thankful for the bad days because it's the bad days or what we perceive as a bad day that help us to grow. And even in like vacation Bible school, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, some days it just doesn't gel the way you wanted it <laughs> the to. The skits or the song right. might not and come out just, the way you practiced, yeah, or, yeah. or they might forget a line or something. Well, even mm-hmm. that, or you have a you know a child maybe you know get sick right. or you know and things you know, how, if you can if you can handle those things with grace, then you know what. You've learned something huge that you can take out into the world and share. You know, you know, it, 
you know, you can um, you can be the bigger person and the right. better person because of it. And Mike, you you would agree too that they have good days and bad days, but chalk it up as a good experience too. Absolutely, mm-hmm. adversity builds character. You know, my father used to uh, preach that, and uh, I have really seen that come true. Um, when you have difficult and challenging times, as we do all of us in our lives, it's really nice when we can come together as a team mm-hmm. and kind of work through those together than trying to go through it alone. All right. And, and then as they grow older, they'll know, hey, I'm not perfect. And there's so much pressure that, you know, you're going to get straight A's, you're going to win every game, or every note will come out. So it's you win some and you lose some. That's right. Yeah. Now, the storms will come, um, but with our faith being strong, uh, we'll be able to get through those difficult and challenging times. Back with more of Catholic Education Plus in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke from St. Bede Parish in Point Breeze. And this morning we have Jamie Dillion from St. Scholastica Parish in Aspenwall and Mike Stack from St. Ferdinand Parish in Cranberry. And we're talking about helping young people grow in their faith, especially during the summer and how we don't take the summer time off from our faith. We might be out of school um, or programs are kind of on uh, kind of like on a pause. Uh, but for youth ministry, we're always uh, on the go, especially during the dog days of summer. And Mike, being active in the summer months helps with consistency, and that's so important for young people. Would you agree that you keep keep the programs going, even though they're not in religious ed, you don't have uh, living stations and things, but youth ministry is still happening with the softball program and, and meeting on, on a regular basis, even over the summer? It sure is. Actually, it's every week. Mm. Um, we're about three days a week, as I said, uh, uh, for uh, softball and also our youth ministry and other activities. We have service activities. But consistency is also important in your faith. It helps us to grow stronger. Uh, the more that we do something, um, the more uh, the mystery is revealed in our faith, mm-hmm. the more we're active. And so for us, we feel, and our parents feel, and our youth feel, that getting together more often uh, really helps them strengthen their faith and their courage. And Jamie, uh, you also run a camp for middle schoolers who are members of St. Scholastica's, and you focus on community service, as Mike just mentioned. Uh, When did that begin, and and what do the kids do for that? Um, It began the first year I was a youth minister, which Mm. was 23 years ago. Um, I just really wanted to use the summer. And um, and so community service is something that um, that the youth seem to be interested in and reaching out into uh, places that they may not have really realized before um, and using that as a tool to learn and to be good stewards of their time, their resources, even their faith. So, for example... I would set up a variety of community service activities, and then I would divide the children up so by the end of the week, everybody had the same experience, but not all at the same time. So, of course, I need adult volunteers as well, which is the sidebar that they get the benefit from teaching, because you always learn when you teach. So we would have a theme for the week. Um... Maybe something as simple as one word, humility, Hmm. and teaching them what humility would mean. This is uh, middle schoolers now. And then maybe one day we would pick up litter. 
or one day we would do pet therapy at the veterans hospital or one day we'd go to family house and bake cookies and we would explain why each one of these things are important and if you think about it a kid that picks up litter is probably not going to litter as an adult Um, a kid that goes to family house will be able to go back and explain what family house is to their to their families you know and and how important it is that we comfort the sick. You know, um, and you see where I'm going with this with mm-hmm. corporal works of mercy. Absolutely, okay. There's a thing there, yeah. <laughs> um, Service, mm-hmm. right? And so you are. I'm not using the pages of the catechism, but I'm using every breath of the catechism. And you're taking people. them out into the community, but they're learning and they're providing a service, and they're making a positive impact. Plus, right. they're also learning, too. Right. And um, they're being empowered. Mm-hmm. They're Like Timothy, they're realizing that they can do this. Just because they're young doesn't mean they can't make a difference. You know, if, they're, if they are, um, I'll use litter as an example, if yeah. they picked up litter, then they look back and say, wow, what a difference I made there. And then they start thinking, wow, I can, I can. Mike, when you talk to our youth and they do community service, uh, what are some things that you hear from them that they learn, such as programs like Jamie would uh, provide a program? Anything uh, stick out that you the kids say after they do some type of community service or you go and minister to the senior citizens or go Makes somewhere? them feel better, yeah. Father Tom. Um, I mm-hmm. think just with anyone uh, who just get up off the couch and go out and find somebody to help. And that makes a difference in their life. And as I know, if our youth are listening to the show and they hear me quote Matthew twenty-five thirty-one again, uh, which is when I was hungry, when I was thirsty, when I was in prison, when I was lonely, uh, you came to visit me, you comforted me, you gave me to eat, and you gave me something to drink. Mm-hmm. And we call it giving each other a cold cup of water and giving that kindness and that love. And when we can leave the church and still put our faith into action. That really not only makes the difference uh, in our lives, uh, but also in the lives of others that we touch. I know during the summer they have Catholic heart work camps and Pittsburgh hosts a lot of high school students. And I, even as a newly ordained when I was at St. Alphonsus in Wexford, I remember going down to Atlanta, Georgia with the youth group and sleeping on the floor at a high school and then going out and doing like Habitat for Humanity. Uh, Jamie, every summer you take uh, a group to Appalachia to serve those in need. Uh, Where do you actually go and what kinds of projects have you worked on in Appalachia? Um, We we go to Elkview, West Virginia, Mm -hmm. which is about a half hour north of Charleston, West Virginia. this will be our 15th year wow. uh, going. And, um, and we have, uh, it's an ecumenical program that um, residents apply for uh, assistance and then are evaluated for need. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of things over the years. And um, the most powerful thing was, uh, I guess, maybe two, three years ago when the area was flooded mm. uh, very badly. And, um, and we did nothing that week but help with flood cleanup. And I mean, you're seeing mattresses up in the trees. I saw a portage on up in a tree. Um, it was, it was just, and people who had almost nothing lost what little they had. And our, our kids worked tirelessly, um, just cleaning out mud and 
belongings and such. Wow. But we've done like normal things, our roof, like roof leaks, fixing that. We had a, an elderly couple whose hot water tank blew in December. And now we're down there in June and they have not had hot water for six months. Wow. You know, and our kids raise money for this all year. So they're, you know, selling hoagies and doing bake sales, and it puts them up in front of the parish. And so that the parish owns this trip. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be a giant eagle, and somebody will stop me and say, hey, when are those kids going? And, you know, or how did they do? So it, it really is a, a, great, a great investment for the parish as well as the youth and adults that go. And it gets the kids out of Aspinwall or out of Cranberry right. to say, hey, these are needy people, you know, only a four-hour drive from Pittsburgh right. or, right. you know, a half-hour drive or whatever, and saying, hey, these are American people that are hurting, and not everything's always rosy. And, but they, here, <laughs> right. they, they probably come back totally different after that week. They do. Um, I had a, one of our first years, I had a parent call me. And say, you know, my husband and daughter went on that trip with you. And I'm like, they did? And, and the parent was like, yeah. And I need to tell you something. And I'm like, you do? <laughs> and, and the mom said, they're really different. And I, I said, they are? And she said, in a really great way. Wow. You know, soccer camps come and go. But this sticks with them their whole life. They, it's, a, it's a life-changing moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the little things in life can really have an impact and, and add up to mean a lot, whether if it's going a, on a trip to Appalachia, having a softball game, uh, vacation Bible school, any type of youth ministry. These kids really um, like changing experiences, and they take out with you. Mm-hmm. Jamie Dillion from St. Scholastica's in Aspenwall, Mike Stack from uh, St. Ferdinand's in Cranberry, thank you for being with us this morning on Catholic Education Plus. Thank you, Father Tom. Thank you, Jamie. Good to be with you. God bless you and your ministry and what you're doing uh, for our youth and young adults. And these are our leaders uh, for the future. And uh, what you're doing now, you plant a seed and you watch them grow, just as the uh, gospel was a few weeks ago, uh, the mustard seed. Little things add up to mean a lot. Appreciate what you do and continue to do. Uh, Even over the summer, you never take a break and get ready for the fall. Back with more in a moment. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring a young adult conference featuring uh, several speakers. It's called Revolutionary. We'll have Nicole Arshino. She's from a Gabriel Messenger Fitness CEO. Father Nick Vaskoff, who's our communication director for the Diocese of Pittsburgh. John Paul von Arnex, who is the worship leader. And Father Michael Ackerman, who is the vocation director at, uh, for the Diocese of Pittsburgh. This is a great uh, young adult conference. It will be held on August the 5th at St. Paul Seminary from 4 until 8.30 p.m. There's no cost. There's going to be talks, mass, vocations fair, adoration, food trucks, just a really nice afternoon, evening uh, to be with young adults. Again, it's called Revolutionary, Ignite Your Passion and Purpose in Christ. Again, that's on August the 5th at St. Paul Seminary in Crafton. And to register, you can go to Pittsburgh Priest, pghpriest.com by this Friday, July 27th to register. Again, it's no cost and it's open up to all of our uh, young adults. So that's August the 5th from 4 to 8.30, Revolutionary, a young adult conference featuring several speakers. We'll see you there on August the 5th at St. Paul Seminary in Crafton. 
Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.